0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you ever feel left out, like your friends want to be with someone else instead of you? What if you really needed those friends to help you solve a mystery? Chris and Maria discover an old safe in their grandparents' basement, but no one knows the combination. Who gave the money to build the cross above Mill Valley? Chris and Maria think the answer is inside the old safe. As they follow the clues, Chris learns some important lessons about friendship and jealousy, and about being a Christian. Chapter 8. A Dirty Trick Chris scanned the brush and trees on his right, then he looked up the hill on his left. Okay, guys, I know you're around here somewhere. No one answered. Maybe I didn't see Dee Dee's yellow jacket after all, Chris thought. Maybe they're even further ahead somewhere. Chris took off jogging. He jogged for five more minutes before stopping to catch his breath. Where could they have gone? He could see a long way down the trail, but he couldn't see his friends. I'd better go back and tell Mr. Shoe I can't find them, he thought. Turning around, Chris started running back up the trail. How am I going to explain this? But when he got back to the cross, Chris didn't have to explain anything. Everyone, including Ryan and the other Shoebox kids, was standing around the cross. Chris slowed to a walk, breathing hard after all the running he had done. "'What happened to you?' Sammy asked, trying to hide a grin. "'Yeah,' Ryan added. "'What happened?' "'I went down the trail to see if I could find you guys. Where were you?' Then Mr. Shue and Mr. and Mrs. Vargas walked over, and Chris knew he was in some sort of trouble. Dad spoke first. "'Chris, your mom and I were getting worried. Mr. Shue was also very worried. Do you mind explaining why you decided to take off on your own and get so far ahead of the group?' I wasn't... I mean, I didn't... Chris didn't know what to say. Willie rolled his wheelchair forward. He put his head down, but still managed to look at the Vargas's and Mr. Shue. It was our fault. We got too far ahead, and when Chris came to find us, we hid from him. Then we circled around and got back here before he did. Mr. Shue doesn't look too pleased, but at least he's not mad at me, Chris thought. Just then, Pastor Hill came up. I spoke to the mayor Friday afternoon, Chris, right after your mom called. "'The mayor said there would be no problem "'letting you inside your great-grandpa's old house "'to look around as long as there was an adult along. "'Great,' Chris said. "'Thanks!' "'He turned to tell the others, "'but then he remembered what they had done to him. "'Let them find their own mystery to solve,' he decided. "'Chris slept in late on Sunday morning, "'but he heard Maria coming before she opened his door "'and shouted, "'Hey, wake up! "'It's time for breakfast!' "'He just rolled over. "'I don't feel like eating. "'Just go away!' Maria stared for a minute, then shrugged her shoulders. I'll tell Mom you're sick. That made Chris sit up. No, don't tell Mom. She'll just make me take some yucky medicine. But if you're sick... I didn't say I was sick. I just don't feel like eating, Chris interrupted. Then you have to be sick, Maria declared. She tried one more time. We're having pancakes. Go ahead and eat. I just don't feel like it. Chris heard Mom come up the stairs. Then he heard Maria tell her that he didn't feel well, but that he wasn't sick either. He could imagine Maria shrugging her shoulders. Mom didn't come in his room, and he was glad about that. I can't explain why I don't feel good. I just don't. At 10.30, Chris finally crawled out of bed and took a shower. When he got downstairs, Maria claimed Ryan had called. I never heard the phone, Chris said as he got a box of cereal out of the cupboard. You must have been in the shower, Maria said. Anyway, he wants us to all meet over here at noon so we can work on the case. What case? What case? Maria rolled her eyes. "'Our case, Mr. Detective. We've got to find the combination to the safe and prove Great-Grandpa Archer is the one who donated the money for the cross. Next Thursday is the day the town is going to honor somebody for it. We have to make sure they honor the right person.' "'I wish you'd stop rolling your eyes, Maria. One of these days they're going to stick halfway.' Chris slumped down at the table. "'Let Ryan find the missing combination. Everyone seems to like Ryan better than me anyway.' In Mrs. Shue's class yesterday, I was the only one who would stick up for him, but after he saved Willie, everyone decided that he's the greatest. Chris poured milk on his cereal. Maria wasn't helping matters any by rolling her eyes. Is that what's been bothering you? Maria asked. You're jealous? I'm not either. You're jealous of Ryan. Face it, Maria said. Chris knew Maria was right. She didn't have to rub it in, though. There was no way to argue with her, so he got the biggest spoonful of cereal and milk he could get on his spoon and stuck it in his mouth. By noon, Maria's rolling eyes were beginning to get on Chris's nerves. He grabbed his notebook and went into the family room where it was quiet. Maria can answer the door when everyone gets here, he thought. At noon, the doorbell rang for the first time. Chris could hear Jenny's and Dee Dee's voices in the living room. Then the doorbell rang again. He heard Dad helping Willie Teller get his wheelchair up the steps. Finally, he decided to join everyone in the living room. Is Ryan here, he asked, when he entered the living room? No, Maria replied. Hi, Chris, Willie said. You're not still sore about the trick we pulled on you yesterday, are you? Chris shook his head. No, I guess not. Good, Willie said. Ryan felt bad afterward. He did, Chris asked. Yeah, he said it wasn't a very nice thing to do, especially to a friend, Willie said. Just then the doorbell rang again. This time it was Sammy and Ryan. Hi, everyone, Sammy said when he came inside. Ryan just waved. He tried to avoid Chris's eyes. Chris didn't say anything either. Suddenly, Willie couldn't stand it any longer. He rolled his wheelchair to the middle of the room. What is it with you two, he asked Chris and Ryan. You two were best friends until yesterday. It wasn't very nice of us to pull that disappearing trick on you, Chris, but it wasn't all Ryan's fault. We're all sorry. Will you forgive us? Jenny stood up. She acted like she was going to say something, Then she sat down again. Chris stood up. "'I'm sorry I acted jealous, Ryan. "'I guess I was just jealous because everyone was hanging around you. "'I think it's great you're part of the group, "'but I guess that means I've got to share you with my other friends, too.' Ryan grinned. "'I'm sorry, too, Chris. "'I really like being around all you guys.' Jenny stood up again. "'Now that that's all settled,' she said, "'can we get on with solving this mystery?' "'Okay,' Chris said. "'Everyone gather around. "'Maria has an idea.' Maria laid out her photographs on the floor. She only needed three to prove her point. When Chris, Yo-Yo, and I were playing hide-and-seek in Grandma's basement last Sunday, we found an old safe of our great-grandpa archers. That's Grandma's dad, Maria explained. The shoebox kids nodded. Well, Grandma told Chris and I that we could look through some of great-grandpa's old things. Great-grandpa died almost 20 years ago, Chris added. Sammy, Jenny, Dee Dee, and Ryan all knelt down close to the photographs. Maria went on. Most of the photographs we found when we were going through great-grandpa's things had dates on the back of them. Mom puts dates on the backs of our photos, too. So does Grandma. My mom does that, too, Willie said. Most people do, Chris said. In all the photos of great-grandpa Archer, Maria continued, he was wearing a beard. But I saw a photo of him one time where he wasn't wearing a beard. I knew it was somewhere, but I didn't know where. I also remembered he was standing beside the cross that we hiked to yesterday, the one the city is planning a 50th anniversary celebration for this week. "'What does that prove?' Ryan asked. "'It doesn't really prove anything,' Maria said. "'But the photograph I got from Grandma last Friday shows Great-Grandpa without a beard. The date on it was 50 years ago. See?' Maria held the photograph up for everyone to see. "'Wait,' Willie said. "'I can't read what else it says.' That's the best part, Maria said. The writing on the back of the photograph says, Miles Archer and Mayor Bill Parker, 1945. I can also prove the photo was taken close to 50 years ago because of these other two photographs. The one where great-grandpa has a full beard is dated 1944, and the one where he's just starting to grow a beard is dated 1945. Grandma said she only remembered one time when he didn't wear a beard. So you think your great-grandpa is the one who donated the money for the cross on the hill? Sammy asked. Chris and Maria both nodded. But we still have to prove it, Ryan said. That's where another part of the mystery comes in, Chris said. The part about the missing combination to Great Grandpa's old safe. Hopefully something is inside that will help prove Great Grandpa is the one who donated the money for the cross. He grinned. And here's the best part. Mom said she would take us to Great Grandpa's house. Right now! The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, Book 4, The Missing Combination Mystery, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.